Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come Through Queen. And it's like hunched like that. It looks like Bethany crying. Oh my gosh, you look like you're dead. Brendan, welcome back. Thank you. Did you miss me? Did you no. miss every, the community? No. Oh my god, mean. <laughs> um, but thank you, P, for um, filling in. You listened to his episode? Most of it. Oh wow. Part oh. of it. <laughs> uh, so. Where were you at? I was in Los Angeles for work, um, but I will say, I went to TomTom. Now, the obvious question is, was there a line around the block past Motherlode? Not when we arrived, but when we um, left, there was. We purposely went there on the early side to avoid said line. So, what would you recommend as the early side being <clears throat> to those who want to travel? We went on a 5.30... We went on a Friday. We met at 5.30. Oh, that's not bad. That's like happy hour time. But like happy hour doesn't exist in LA, right? I, does it? Probably. Like no one has like nine to fives there, right? Do they have like happy hour prices? Well, some... Like the, Massachusetts doesn't allow it. Right, I know. But I'm sure... They do happy hour food in Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like balance. Sure. Um, so we went to Tom Tom. Um, the drinks were great. I forget what the name of my drink, but I had like a spicy, smoky, jalapeno-y, you're, pink drink. You're blowing past some important information. What? Was any of our family there? Not a one. Not even HUD? No, HUD fan- I know, HUD I know. probably doesn't work there anymore. I know, I know, I know. Um, it, the layout was different than I like expected. Does it feel bigger or smaller? It always feels smaller it always feels smaller it always feels smaller and like i i just don't know we were only in like the front area so i didn't even see like you didn't go to the backyard i didn't see the backyard you didn't do a ramona lap no i was like once i got there i was like settled in yeah i don't know um 
The food, some of the food was good. Well, Lisa explained in this week's episode, each each uh, bar slash restaurant has its own food journey. Well, yeah. So the thing I was most excited about, which I asked the waiter, what is the thing that's like a crunch wrap from Taco Bell? Because they did, they made a dish designs oh, like a crunch yeah. wrap. Um, and which is strange because they they were paid by Taco Bell to be like the faces of Taco Bell, and now they're imitating it. Yeah, weird. So we ordered that. Buffalo cauliflower. Oh, I love that. Um, we got vegan pasta because we had a vegan with us. And Lisa even mentioned in this episode that TomTom mm. Tom has a lot more vegan options. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was great. Wow. And then we ordered um, some sort of like artichoke dip. Oh, I'll go through them. Least exciting to me. Oh, no, it was great. And the, it had um, like pita, crisp pita that was like fried okay that they served it with it was amazing sure um the pasta was good um is the, it about the pasta what is it about the it's pasta, about the, pasta. Okay. the um buffalo cauliflower were amazing mm. like did not miss a chicken when i was eating them oh yeah no have you never had buffalo cauliflower before? i've had them before but like this was i will say exceptional okay and then the crunch wrap thing we had to order hot sauce on the side because it just was like bland. there was a blandness mm. to it um so yeah and then we went past that line to mo- to motherload yeah um had a few drinks there and then i shouldn't have gone downtown <laughs> You went downtown from there? Yeah, because um, my coworker was having like was doing something at precinct with friends, so we went to meet him. But they didn't want to get there till like eleven, so we pre-gamed at my other coworker's apartment. So well, this then sounds more like a mid game. I walked, <laughs> I walked into precinct, stayed like thirty minutes, and then walked out and ordered a car. Yeah, I think one time when I was in LA, I went to precinct. Trying to see Katya, but she was like not taking the stage till way too late. Yeah, and I was too old. That's how I felt. Yeah. Except there was no Katya. Sure. Well, I similarly have a Vanderpump Rules experience to speak of. Yes. So I was in Mexico. I was at a Garza Blanca, but not Garza Blanca Puerto Vallarta. I was at Garza Blanca Cabo. Okay. So people who aren't like detail oriented. Like, say what that is. I know. So, I mean, this is the hotel brand that they went to in Puerto Vallarta, I guess, has multiple locations, at least two. Mm -hmm. Um, The one that's in Cabo is still in the process of finished being built. So I was there. It was an all-inclusive as well. Let me tell you, for an all-inclusive, this place was pretty banging. It was? Yeah. Like, the food was pretty good. Like, the only complaints about the food was occasionally it wouldn't be warm enough or needed some salt and pepper. But, I mean, the salt and pepper thing, you could easily remedy yourself. Yeah. uh, Restaurants famously have salt and pepper on the table. I know. I know. I know. Um, But what was most shocking about this experience was I didn't know going into it that this was even, like, a hotel that had multiple locations because the rooms were set up. Just like they were on Vanderpump Rules. Oh, wild. With the same hammock, couch, configuration, and makes and brands. So Alex and I were truly living our best Katie, Tom lives. Oh my god. So (laughs) he got first class and you were crying in the hammock? No, neither of us were in first class. You are the Katie of your relationship. In what way? Just like, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm the grump? Yeah. 
I'm not. No one's the grump in our relationship. Uh-huh, We're all okay. happy. Right, right. Um. So yeah. So, uh, that I that hotel is getting my, um, my rave reviews. Seal of approval. Seal of approval. Um. And you, <laughs> uh, you. When I got back from my work trip, yeah, just kept going right into the book party for Ladies Who Punch by Ramin Sejuda. Um, it's a book that came out this Tuesday um, about the goings on behind the scenes at the View. Yeah, um, it's. Well, I think we'll maybe get more into the contents of the book next week. Where are you going to finish it by then? Where both you listeners and I will have the chance to maybe dive in over the weekend and and get in there. I finished it in <laughs> one sitting on Very Tuesday sick. night. What time did you go to bed? Um, like twelve thirty. Okay. I like started right when I got home from work. Did you even like eat a dinner? I like had like. Mm. I was like eating and, going. and um, yeah. whatever. Um, but this book party, okay. First of all, it was at the Atlantic Grill, but I guess that's not important. Yeah, but it's like a familiar. kind of fancy restaurant on the Upper West Side. Um, people who were in the room: mm. Megan McCain. Wow. Um, she was the only View co-host, past and present, to attend. Apparently, because she's friends with him. She's she interned for him. Apparently, and they've remained really close friends. It's like written about a little bit in the book. And he started this book way before she was ever on The View. Did their friendship make the book seem biased in her favor? The book, not any spoilers, it doesn't get too deep into Mm -hmm. her era at The View. It's more about like earlier stuff. Yeah. Um, who else was there? Oh, um, Margaret Hoover, who's another really conservative journalist, was there. I don't know her. Um, Nicole Wallace was supposed to be huh? there, but did not make an appearance. She's busily, busy canoodling with her new New York Times boyfriend. Oh my God. Yeah, Michael Schmidt? Yes. Is he cute? Uh, yeah, cute adjacent at the very least. And so she, like, wasn't she in a long-term marriage? Yeah. And they're, is this like a Mika and Joe situation? Um... I th- I do think Mike Schmidt appears on her show, but I'm only familiar with him because of Maddow. Uh, okay. Yeah, I've popped into her show. I wish it was at. I wish it was after work. Yeah. Um, because I do enjoy her. Sure. Um, I think that's all for who was there. But I was talking. I was at the bar. Former guest of the podcast, DPD. Oh yeah, DPD was there. Um, he's gonna come on again soon. Yes. Um. But we were at the bar talking to just these two women, and they, like, asked us, like, where we were from, meaning, like, Mm -hmm. in life. And I was like, I don't know. And then I was like, what about you? And one of the women worked at the view for 13 years. And she apparently did a lot of the photos that appear in the middle of the book, um, like the the behind-the-scenes view action photos. And then, um, as we were speaking... She got a text from Joy Bayar herself. And apparently um, Joy didn't want to be there because the book isn't always all that nice to um, Whoopi. But as for people who participated in the book who didn't, every single View co-host, for the most part, um, participated except for Whoopi and um, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Who has the point of view out now. Yeah. Which... um, DPD actually said he read. Oh, 
Interesting. Yeah. Maybe you could tell us about that when he comes back on. Yeah, maybe. Um, sounds like fun. Can't wait to read the book. Mm-hmm. But we have some news to get to before we get to a, an amazing run of shows this week, I would say. So let's start it off with some texts that were posted last week, late last week, on Portia's Instagram mm-hmm. between Nini and Portia. So Nini is sending these texts. It starts off with Nini saying, "You lying big, you lying ass big fat hungry bitch. You know I never put my hands on you. Marlo, Cynthia, nor Candy can ever say that. You want an excuse for going in my closet without my permission, so you can talk uh, your fake shit on Instagram all you want. But remember, my house is lit with cameras. Oh, and don't forget who was by your side and saved your whack ass when you pulled Kenya off that sofa." Don't forget, nobody fucked with you in San Fran or Spain but me. If you got something to say, say the truth, because if I put my hands on you, you will know it 100. Oh, and remember, you had your hair flipped over your thin, bald spot. I I have hair, but if I don't, I have enough money to buy all the wigs and extensions I want. So Portia responds, I'm not reading all that bullshit. You know damn well I am, I am recorded that I'm uh, no studio to set you up oh she's referring to the fact that she didn't go in the studio and like record lines saying like ah like the distress sounds that we hear oh yeah yeah. yeah. kiss my ass how dare you make that claim that i would not conspire no shit like that i'm not reading all that bullshit you know oh that's the same thing all over again okay (laughs) um nini respond you're so full of shit go enjoy your one time three episode commercial <laughs> and then Portia responds haha you enjoy it too Nini says I had 12 episodes which was kind of a shock like thinking back on it because like <clears throat> 12 episodes is a Dallas season I've never watched a wedding spinoff show except for Bethany getting married I saw parts of the Nini one but it, it, like 12 episodes was way too long mm-hmm so Nini says, I had 12 episodes, and trust I won't watch not one of yours. Too busy securing the bags. And you know you recorded that, but that's okay. Yours is coming. Portia responds, no, I did not. You are sick to believe that, but I don't really give a damn. Bye, girl. Nini says, you did, but it's okay. Oh, your day's coming, just like it has in the past. I'm a lot of things, but what I don't do is fuck people over and lie for no reason. That's the makeup you wear. Just remember, I'm the HBIC that you want to be. Bye, bitch. Portia response, I'm happy and blessed. Good night, Edges. Kissy emoji. Nini responds, good night, big piggy with a busted shape. Portia responds, girl, I... <laughs> this is the part that kills me. Girl, I know you and them granddaddy long legs and box body not coming from my body. That made my night. Crying emoji, crying emoji. <laughs> granddaddy long legs. Uh... Nini, Nini then ends it with, long pretty legs and been fine you worry about them extra small baby ankles you rockin'. hopefully they hold the, <laughs> the giant body try dieting you you that's something you have never been good at crying laughing emoji so this is apparently days after uh portia gave birth to her child <laughs> the energy that nini's coming in it's with. like wild <laughs> and the fact that nini has read receipts on red receipts and she wants you to know. <laughs> <laughs> That's powerful. Actually, uh, like I think I'm thinking of doing that. Who who no. am I trying to hide from? Why? Well, like re- read receipts don't show up on um, group texts, right? 
No. So but like, like who's texting me individually that I care about? Like that's the thing. Like business contacts, like that sort of thing. People you're meeting one off, and that's the weirder thing. If you meet someone and then you like text and they have the receipts. Oh, well. I mean, I'm not, like, meeting people. <laughs> I mean, you don't, like, meet people for work. I know, but from work, I feel like from work is fine. Like, it's fine. No, read receipts, that's weird. Isn't read, receipt, read, uh, read receipts offensive when you're, like, dating someone? Dating someone? Yeah, when you're, like, first, when you're first meeting them. It's weird across the board, in my opinion. Oh, okay. They should delete them from all phones. I just think it's, like, it's like a sign of power. Even though I don't have them. <sighs> sound, sound off in the comments below. Um, speaking of power, um, the power that this has, Dolores Catania from New Jersey had some powerful words to Life and Style magazine. Um, the 48 year old stopped by Life and Style recently to promote her partnership with Formaggio Cheese. <laughs> and she, have you ever seen I'm her sorry. go live and be like eating cheese or setting up a cheese board? She was talking about like her dead grandmother and then transitioned it to a Formaggio Cheese ad on Instagram. I think that. This is, like, my favorite paid partnership. Like, Dolores is not securing the bags. What do you mean? That's what Nini was saying to Portia. Securing the bags means, like, I'm getting the money. Oh. I think this is a good partnership. (laughs) Like, who else does cheese? Cheese isn't going to go, like, out of business. Well, you know me. This is not a partnership that's going to capture my interest. I think they have, like, salamis, too. You don't like salami? (sighs) Isn't there salami that's named after your last name, which I, I famously can't I know my say? my power, my impact, but <laughs> I, I guess I'm just above the family the family salami. Anyway, she recently um, was promoting her partnership with Formaggio Cheese. Doesn't that just mean cheese, cheese? Yeah. Nice. Um, and she just about all things housewives, and she didn't hold back when she exclusively revealed which of her fellow Bravo stars she doesn't like. Quote, Ramona, Dolores told Life and Style exclusively, Ramona's mean to people. She's rude. She acts like she doesn't know anyone, even when she knows them. Listen, I meet a lot of people. I don't always remember who I've met when they come up to me. If someone asks me to take a picture, you take a fucking picture, because that's your fucking job. And without these people, you don't have a job, Ramona. You're nobody. You're a nothing. This is... I didn't see this coming. This tracks... Well, I it tracks, but I like didn't see Dolores out there talking about it. Well, I guess also it tracks in terms of the fact that Ramona's friends with Melissa Gorga. Oh yeah, and Melissa Gorga and Dolores are not on the same team for the most part. Right, right. I bet Ramona was awful to people at Andy's baby oh, shower. Uh probably only second to Vicky. Right, right. Oh, Vicky. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, can't wait to see more of Dolores. Throw her on New York. Next season. Bring her to the no, Berkshires. She doesn't belong there. Bring her to the Berkshires. No. Uh, but in other New Jersey news, people's reporting on Caroline Manzo's revelation on her son, Albie's podcast, Dear Albie. So, Caroline Manzo... I hate that name, by the way. Caroline Manzo says she nearly returned for the upcoming 10th season of Real Housewives of New Jersey, but she turned down an offer from producers who refused to give her a full-time spot on the show. Uh, She opened up about the alleged offer on uh, that podcast, and according to Caroline, staffers from the production company Sirens Media had reached out to her about the gig two or three weeks ago. 
While this isn't the first time Caroline said she's been approached about a return, this time they had a firm proposal, allegedly telling Caroline they'd like to see uh, if she would fit in with the current cast members in a part-time role before potentially extending her part into something bigger. Caroline wasn't happy. She said on Dear Albie, It's very insulting. It just makes me angry that you picked up and call me like I'm a fool. Ten years I'm playing this game. There's no fool. You're talking to no fool. I'm nobody's friend. I'm not friend of. I'm not housewife, maybe. I'm housewife. (laughs) (laughs) She added, pay me what I'm worth. You got an OG here. I'm going to be arrogant. It's just a matter of respect. I was one of the original women who built the show. I'm one of the original women they still talk about. Don't come back to me like a newbie and I'm going to fall for your bulls because I'm not. Your bulls? I don't know what that means. Or oh, bullsh- bullshit. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, they dashed it. Yeah, they dashed it. <laughs> going to fall for your bulls. I'm not going <laughs> to fall for the bulls because I'm not. You come back to me and give me a reasonable compensation and a reasonable position where I feel I belong. This actually goes on and on in the article. So you could either run to walk to People Magazine or... The Dear Albie podcast, I guess. Like, do we want it? Do we want her back enough? Um, I would. Because, li- I like, we got to, like, put Danielle away. And she wasn't going to come back while Danielle was on. Right. So, like, let's retire Danielle. See what happens with Caroline. This is, like, you saying let's retire Danielle is such a turn from I know, where you were. I know, it's a turn. Um, but, like, the past two years have been insane. To see... Jackie like walk up to a lunch or something and it's oh. with Caroline Manzo. Ooh. I would be like sent to the stratosphere. That would be it would be such a good storyline. Caroline, please consider taking the friend of role or Bravo if you're listening. Please give her that tomato or Sirens Media. Yeah. If, this is on in the Sirens Media office. <laughs> Just this is playing on speaker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. We have a ton of shows to get to. Shall we Dive, dive off into the deep end. <laughs> yeah. Watch uh, as I dive in. Let's dive into Roa. the season finale, baby. I it know. It was a supersized episode. Oh, it was insane. And then also let me give the context of my discussion of these episodes. I watched the first four in immediate succession, so I felt like insa- an insane person. As did you, apparently. Well, yeah, because... I had a busy week this week yeah. between book parties, reading that book. So I watched all of them yeah. in a line, too. Uh, so Atlanta, we pick it up with Nini and Marlo gossiping at Swag about where we left off the pre- prior week, talking about Eva's raggedy little house. Yeah, and were they drinking the drink that we later go to a party for? The Peach Bellini Seagrams. Peach Bellini. I didn't notice that. Because they were definitely drinking, like, something of that, like, the same sort of color out of, like, glass bottles. And I was like, that's a, a weird thing to be, like, just mm. randomly drinking. But I think it might have been Maybe. product placement. Um, but Marlo wants to start a GoFundMe for Eve. <laughs> very generous. <laughs> very, very generous. And were they talking about anything else? Um, they talked about Greg a little bit, um, and that's just, like, depressing. But yeah. he finally might get chemo. Oh, yeah, that's good. Um, we go over to Cynthia, though, who's planning this party for... The launch party for her wine bar, but it's really a party for this Seagram's drink. No, I don't think there's anything to do with the wine bar. Yeah, the on the wall of the event, it said, like, Bailey's Wine House or whatever. Or whatever it's going to be called. Oh, is this drink available right now? 
We should have looked into this. I think it might be. But it's like, she's acting like it's her drink. But it's Seagram's, which is like an established alcohol brand. Yeah. That's big. No, but that's kind of like, didn't Nicki Minaj put her name on like Mix Moscato or something? Right. But is this even called Cynthia's Peach Bellini? Well, like, I would maybe they just put her face on it. I feel like I Googled it last night and it was more along the lines of like, Cynthia Bailey to appear at launch party for Seagram's Peach Bellini. I could be wrong. This is all alleged. We'll, f- we'll follow up on this. We'll follow up on this. So but she's planning it. And she wants it served at OLG. And Candy's like, uh, Dr. Todd about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we also find out that Candy didn't go to Portia's ge- gender reveal party. Uh, she's not going to go. She's there. not going to go. Sorry. Yeah. Will not go. Because um, she doesn't want... She doesn't want to be arguing with Portia, but she doesn't want to, like, lean in. And Portia hasn't been coming to her things. I was upset about this because I thought we were on, like, such a good track with the two of them. Right. I did, too. They were, like, kind of buddy-buddy. We saw them going to lunch a lot and, like, stuff like that. It's weird. And weren't they, like, sitting next to each other during, like, the, the showdown... With Nini at the at the wedding, or am I like I think imagining maybe. this? Yeah, it just seems like what they're showing us compared to like her sentiment is off to me. Yeah, something's missing the mark. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, then uh, they also talk about Eva at the OLG party, mm-hmm. um, which was fun. Yeah, no one can wrap their head around Eva's shenanigans. I know, and, and then we get a peek into the the condo, right? Yeah, it seemed. It seemed... Um, it, it looked like every apartment I've ever been to in the Atlanta area, actually. Yeah. not And, like, those people were not house, real housewives. Right. It was, like, my sister. <laughs> Though my sister... Is getting a peach? No. My sister lived in the same complex as Sheree's daughter at one point. Mm. And it was in, like, the same, like, complex where uh, Tag was. Boutique which Candy owns, uh, which is somehow still around. Candy just, she's like the Vanderpump, going to become the Vanderpump of Atlanta. Yeah, just has things everywhere. Yeah. I do like, I think it's smart of Candy, though, that like she's doing the same restaurant and franchising it. Not franchising it, but doing many branches mm-hmm. um, instead of trying to do something different. For yeah, I mean, she, she got it. It's working. Let's do it. Yeah. Um. We get to start talking about Kenya, too, when we're with Nini and Marlo. Um, mm. And what Kenya posted about <gasps> Nini on her Instagram stories, which was, like, the dumbest thing ever. Oh, it was nothing. She did the questions thing that I've never done. Um, <laughs> and one of the questions was, like, it was, like, kill, fuck, marry, but it was, like, different It wording. was, like, call, text, delete. And, like, one of them was Andy, one of them was Portia, Portia. and then one of them was Nini. And yeah. Nini was the delete one. Yeah. And it's, like... And, like, Nini loses her mind over this. Loses her mind. Um, the... What Nini was posting in, like, Kenya's oh, comments... Oh, beauties. Look at these beautiful <laughs> shots. I feel like we we read about this and we're like, what is going on here? Right. And... What's going on here is like none of this really makes any sense. Right. We also found out that Kenya didn't reach out right away after Greg got sick. It like took a second or something it like that. It took a second. Um, did you, did the version that of Atlanta that you watched feature the commercial 
No, I was commercial less. The best SpawnCon Bravo has ever done, in my opinion. Who, what, where? So, you know that movie Little that's coming out? Yeah. Um, With Issa Rae? So, they did a parody of that uh-huh. that was Cynthia and a little version of Nini. <laughs> so, they, like, hired this, like, this, like, child actor to play opposite Cynthia yeah. in, like, a Nini wig. Wow. It was good. Run, don't walk. I'm surprised, like, they let Cynthia carry a spawn con all by herself. I know. They need to really, like, archive all of those spawn cons somewhere. Yeah. That, like, lives online for our viewing. At the very least, it should be in the Library of Congress. I, isn't everything? Oh, yeah. Is, like, are commercials in there? Tweets are, aren't they? Yeah, if they're going to do tweets. You got to do a, a commercial. Bravo commercials. <laughs> okay. Um, shall we get to the gender reveal party? This was bleak. Oh, I was cackling. The <laughs> the cinematography at this, with like things falling over, the tent being dragged off into oh the woods. Oh my god! Like the weird like person who was hired to entertain, like sitting on the trampoline and texting. Yes, <laughs> and like everyone's just showing up while we're setting up tables. Nothing is set up. When these party planners first did their walkthrough, I was like. Portia, this is who you're trusting? They made it seem like it was going to be the grandest, the greatest show. I know. It was like the greatest showman. Yeah. But instead it was just like a barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it ended up being like cute with like the stage and the crowd, mm-hmm. even though like we're not... Gender reveal parties are so dumb. Excited for the, those kind of parties. It's like why? Yeah. So, did anything else happen interesting at the gender reveal party? Not really. It wasn't as interesting as the Peach Bellini party. The Peach Bellini party. <laughs> Everyone's here, including Hovana. Oh, yeah. And Shamia. Shamia's dress... Shamia's costume. And like a grass skirt, Hawaiian look. I was like, wow, you really went all out. Yeah. <laughs> She's trying to get a peach, I guess. Uh... Um, but speaking of peaches, the guest of honor walking in like the ripest peach of them all. Oh my god, Kenya Moore! This was like you could see the crowd reaction and like the cameras that were like yes. there for the seven peach go wild <laughs> when she came in. It was a moment, but it was also such a statement for Candy and Todd to walk in with her. I know, like. I'm surprised Nini didn't flip over that. Right. But, like, for some reason, Nini and Candy sort of, like, revolt, like, are orbiting separately, if you know what I mean. So they never really, like, Mm. cross paths. I think Nini knows better than to fight with Candy. Yeah. She will drag you into this bitch. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, Kenya put on an amazing per- performance, running up for the running up to the mic, speaking as if she's like the MC of the show. I know. I was confused why there were so many pregnant women at this alcohol event. <laughs> it's the perfect <laughs> branding moment. <laughs> Just like as actually like as a brand, I'm really, really, really surprised that Seagrams or whatever mm. like let this happen sure because those kinds of brands are like really precise about how their brand is put forth because they have to be oh yeah so like to see pregnant women in front of the step and repeat for seagrams is like 
very surprising to me. <laughs> Portia being tempted to, to taste it. Uh, but Portia was living for this Kenya moment. Oh, and yeah. how upset it made Nini Leaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nini, like, she's like, oh, I'm a, a monster. <laughs> yeah, she said a lot of mean things. She said, when Kenya was leaving, said, she's going to have a buffalo, isn't she? <laughs> oh, my God. But we got the first taste of... It was Cynthia talking to Mike Hill, whispering, I have to pretend. Like, I, I didn't know Kenya was coming. Right. They... Bravo and whatever the production company did, Cynthia and Candy, dirty. But I don't understand. See, I don't, I, I don't have my head wrapped around this. Because Candy's saying, I mic'd, I mic'd, I mic'd. Uh-huh. Didn't it seem like it was like as if Candy was setting Cynthia up? Because Candy's voice was clearer and it sounded like Cynthia was on the call. I thought they were talking on the phone together. They were talking on the phone together. Yeah. But like conspiring, yeah. But in the beginning of the call or what they show of it, Candy's saying, "I'm mic'd, I'm mic'd, I'm mic'd." Yeah. So why? So why? Like she's saying that to production in my brain. Oh, to me, she was saying that to Cynthia to warn her. But but then the warning doesn't stop her. Like I don't understand. I guess yeah. To me, it was she was saying it to Cynthia to warn her the entire time. So. The preview for the reunion doesn't really touch on this at all. And, like, this is my big question going into the reunion. I know. Also, like, we got those Where Are They Now cards, like... 20 minutes before the end of the episode. 20 minutes before the end of the episode. And then all all of a sudden, Nini is friends with, like, Tanya again. Well, one thing I wanted to point out is, like, over the past few episodes, Tanya's Chiron changed to Eva's friend. I know. Where it was Nini's friend at first. I know. It's so weird. Um... And then they go to this, like, random, like, pizza restaurant where they're drinking wine out of plastic cups mm-hmm. to have this, like, sit down. So, okay. So, obviously, like, Cynthia and Candy are scheming. Mm-hmm. We don't really understand, like, the full extent of it or why or what's going on. But Nini just, like, pl- plays into their trap so stupidly. Right. Like, be cool. Right. You're being so not cool right now. Oh my god. Thanks, Lou. <laughs> like, she could have just done her usual... Like, she, she was doing it a little bit at the party. Like, making the like her, like, funny faces uh-huh. and, like, saying things under her breath. Like, that... You could have been just cool doing that. But, like, freaking out over it makes you look like a loser. I know, but it's her friend Cynthia. It's her sister. Cynthia clearly doesn't like Nini. I know. Well, she's been abused for seasons. Yeah. I think, like, maybe that friendship contract had... Expired. Had a termination date on it. (laughs) And the contract's up, baby, and we're not renewing it. I just, like, couldn't get over, like... After we heard this audio, them showing both Cynthia and Candy, like, leaning into the lies. Yeah. Like, hard. Yeah. I want these lies addressed. The lies. The lies. <laughs> As one Candy once said herself. Um, do you have anything else? No, it just has me like really 
hyped for the reunion. Hyped for the reunion. And like not even based off anything in particular that, that we saw for the reunion clip. It has me hyped. This whole thing has me hyped for next season and the possibilities. Like what could happen? Like who could come back? Oh, this is wasn't in the news, but I read on MediaTakeout.com, which, which is not a great source. Take that as a with a grain of salt that Apollo is returning to the show with his new fiance. Wow! And they're already in talks with Bravo, and then that also said, "Will Phaedra also be joining?" She's been in talks with Bravo for months. So, like, are we gonna have like twenty five peaches? Twenty five women. women Tanya better have a peach. Is all she's I'm not saying. going to really? You don't think so? It's a crowded field, but she she's there on the couch during the reunion too. Not the whole time, right? No, but like, I feel like we're the, the only, only two people no. who like Tanya. Actually, no, I did post something about Tanya once, and someone retweeted it, and I got a lot, I got a little bit of engagement about it. She just brings like such a different spark to the show. It's a interesting energy. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Let's move this energy along to Vanderpump Rules, which had an insane energy this episode. Oh my, it was everywhere. So we're kind of picking up from the Katie Tom fight. Mm-hmm. He said the meanest shit I've ever heard anyone say oh, to... Say some of it. There. Okay, he said... You're naturally kind of a contentious person. That's not that mean. Yeah. Um, he said how he hated her voice, like the sound of her voice. Yeah. Um, and that being with her for seven years has been hell. Um, like, that's mean shit. Yeah, that's mean. Like, you wouldn't go with, there with Alex no, if you fought. That'd be really mean. <laughs> um, I'm nice. I'm nice. Yeah, but then they made up. And they yeah. were like cuddling in bed, sure, and like being disgusting. Ba 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 But he was like wearing the most pathetic outfit when they were fighting, like green track pants. Yeah, and like oh, not an iconic fashion moment. I'll tell it's you that like much. that's the kind of stuff like we all wear at home. Yeah, like pajama time. We're not like on TV. Sure. Where do we go from here? Um, we're back at Sir with Lisa doing the flowers, and she talks about how there's a lot of vegan stuff at Tom Tom. Like I said, could could Lisa not pull in James or like Billy? Well, this or... was for Tom to call her because remember they always for some reason want to call Lisa when they're on vacation. Yeah, they just gotta. It's like it's like when you like tell a parent that you've like landed. Yeah, I did love Lisa's outfit. It was like a regular Lisa Vanderpump like outfit mm. um with a button up in like jeans sure. but she had like this really cool sweater wrapped around her shoulders she's just having the time of her life on this show yeah versus some other bravo television and now she owns that fucking block sure i wonder if she's tried to buy mother load yeah and turn it into mother pump i wonder if it's like monopoly where if you like own enough in a row you get a bonus yeah <laughs> i bet you we're gonna get mother pump <laughs> just keep it exactly the same except put a couple photos of lisa on it because she is mother pump she's mother pump that is my mother okay uh, yeah the lines around the block you uh, so, so when they said that did that like send you to the moon when they just kept saying they it? kept on saying mother the lines around the block like down to mother load yeah i love it because i love going to mother load it's like turpentine it's the only bar i usually go to when i'm in la that sure. and like mickey's okay and if, if this is a garbage LA opinion, I'm sorry. It's just my truth and I'm trying to live in it. Sure. Let's go back to Kristen Judy alone in her room. Cacawing off the balcony. 
like a bird. And then just running around going, I love being alone. I love being alone. I love being alone. <laughs> she, like, this was an episode where she proved why she's still, like, opening a bottle of wine or holding a tray or whatever. Right. Calling it. Hold it. Well, she's holding a, she's holding a glass, glass of now. red wine, yeah. which seems out of character for her. Sure. Um, so much was going on, and I, like, had a really hard time handling it but jack still has this narrative from their last trip oh like that she hooked up Kristen and james hooked up yeah um he says he like swears on his father which like right now he's famously going through a lot of shit because his father just died so yeah that's i wonder if james and duty can like are conspiring to keep this alive you think to keep her relevant James and Duty? No, no, uh, Jackson and Duty. Because Jackson Duty are like very close. Yeah. Like if you go on Twitter, she's constantly like defending him and stuff. That's a theory because she is the one who's most in trouble of leaving all the time. Even though she's the one I like watching the most. Yeah. Her and Stassi. St- I like the watching them for different reasons. <laughs> but Stassi's like, I don't know. I know she's a garbage person in a lot of ways but like still rooting for her sure so ariana and lala have a moment because oh we're at dinner now yeah yeah ariana wants to talk to her about brunch lala is not sorry lala wants to rip everyone's faces off um and then she talks about like how that's how she deals with like grief and ariana like had such a sweet moment where she was like talking her through what her responses should be in these kinds of situations. I mean, Ariana's the normalest human on the show. She's a good person. Yeah. And this is, I'm 360, 180, whatever that is, from where my opinion used to I, be I of Ariana. I think it might be 180. Yeah, 180. Um, so, du- duty speech. Beautiful. She's, like, talking about dr- drinking and not, like, we're not going to drink too much. <laughs> And she's slurring as she's saying Oh my god. It. And Stassi's like, she's not speaking at our wedding. Oh my god. Let her speak at the wedding. I gotta say, the stamina that these people have, like, I maybe was on their level for like one day of my like three night trip mm-hmm. and not for the duration that they were. Yeah, um, it's psycho, but not all of them have the stamina. Stassi wanted to go to bed. Oh, yeah. But Bo is Mr. FOMO. And then we get, uh, like, an SNL skit. Oh, my God. <laughs> the PSA that they put together for... I've suffered from FOMO for a long time. And then... Doctors say, if you have FOMO... Consider tequila as the option. Oh my god. Talk to your doctor now. Was so dumb. And then we got the women all skinny dipping after they finally convinced oh. Stassi. And and Duty as if she's being like born from a giraffe, like getting her <laughs> her legs for the first time. Standing upright. Like she just kept falling down. Just the waves are pummeling her. Um and then the men are farting on each other. Mm, oh my god, Jackson the brushes teeth from the fart. Uh, <laughs> uh, but then Bo gets yelled at for the first time. Yeah. And the next morning Stasi's like, 
I'm, I'll be better. Oh yeah. She's like, it's, it's probably the best I've ever been as far as like one of my meltdowns go. Yeah. What, um, was, what was so funny is everyone's waking up at like 1030 or something. I was up at 6 a.m. my whole vacation. Maybe that's why you feel like shit. But they, and you're tired. But also, I think they were opposite um, time differences. Like, I was traveling backwards in time, and they were moving forwards in time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you mean. I And you're right. Like, the first couple days when I'm in L.A. or something, I'm like pop right out of bed at like i think i was up before six a couple days but i was also working yeah so it's different okay um but then the last day almost missed my flight oh my god uh okay so then they have their little adventure day i don't need to see the cast of vanderpump rules on adventure time i know can't they just lay by the pool I like to see The Real Housewives of OC on Adventure Time. Oh, yeah. I would like to see The Real Housewives of New York on Adventure Time more. A little bit. I just want to see them partying. Yeah. Oh, not, not, par- <laughs> sorry. Partying, not partying. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't, I kind of zoned out during like the shenanigans. Um, but I will say, Jack's saying to Stassi that he still has feelings for her. Oh, that was a fun bit. Um, I love a bit, um, but he actually was just leaning into. He wants her to call uh, to cut Bo some slack because Bo's the best. Because Bo, because he has a man crush on Bo, and we got like a we got a lot of fun flashbacks this episode. We got like flashbacks of Jax, Patrick, and um, Frank all oh, mistreating I loved, Stassi. I loved that flash. Yeah. Um. And everyone, Bo is the male Britney, essentially. True. Like, everyone's just fighting for Bo. True. Yeah. Who do you think is going to go down on Bo eventually, if he's really the man oh Britney? Oh, my God. Do you not remember that story yes, then that started season maybe whatever? Sandoval. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're going... Where where do we even go out? Do we go to dinner at least, or we're we just going straight out? Do no, we, we got food? like a little back with Lisa alone. Oh yeah, cooking lessons at Tom Tom. But then we're back in Mexico and they're going out. Oh yeah, and b- before as they're getting ready to go out, Duty's being warned about what Jax has been saying. Oh yeah, about um her and James. Yeah. Um, and so then we in the middle of the club, Katie encourages Kristen to confront Jax that night. That night in the club. <laughs> And and she takes him outside, mm-hmm. and they have like their sit down talk. And she makes some points about she makes the point that we've been saying mm. about how she wasn't given any chances, whereas Jax and James are given every chance. Yeah, the men can all make a hundred mistakes, which I say too. Yeah, you say all the time. And I think it's going to be whatever season is next. Kristen's chance. The she finally sounds. gets her chance, and then we'll see her fuck up again. And yeah. Because they all, that's what they always do. Back to square one. Okay, so we're at this party, and then all of a sudden we end up back at the hotel with Ariana making snow angels on the floor. Mm-hmm. And we get a beautiful recap, care of Ariana, in the style of the recap that I think Schwartz was in charge of last year. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, this happened, this happened. And you get like oh, yeah, the yeah, crazy yeah, shots, yeah, yeah. and like, Jax is on a horse, like leading us to the next <laughs> bar. <laughs> um, so that was fun. Um, and then we get Stassi. So Stassi's freaking out even more than the prior night. Yeah. Um, she 
is freaking out about Bo being her prisoner. Stassi doesn't want someone to, who will stay out till 5 a.m. It just keeps on going and going and going. It was like dark. I, I, the setup was just bleak. They were like in and out of the bed. He was weirdly shirtless. All the lights were on. Ugh. I do have to say, I like normally I'm not always on Stassi's side, but like I would be a little annoyed if if my partner was like always on the different level than me. Right, but he's also like she's also blaming him for bad behavior that he hasn't done yet yeah. because she's so used to bad yes. behavior from yes. exes. Yeah. So, I'm team love. Mm, team love. I believe he's the one. I'm sure I feel like if they've lasted this long, it's probably Sometimes I listen to her podcast when he's on, specifically cuz he's on. Yeah, I'll do it for like him or Ariana or the witches. Not Brittany. I don't really care what she has to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and they seem nice. Like, they seem great. They seem great. Cool. Was there anything else interesting to talk about? No. Okay. I do want to just educate the populace about what's going on in Summer House. Uh, just a quick thing. We talked about the stamina of Vanderpump Rules. This one episode of Summer House... We picked up in a vineyard. We were at the vineyard slugging wines. We go home from the vineyard. Was it the vineyards we went to? Uh, I mean, there's a bajillion vineyards out there. And I think they're like, they were farther oh. further out. Um, they go home, host a World Cup party, and then a, a crew of them go out in the Hamptons that night. Jeez. So they have three distinct drinking events where like people are in and out of consciousness and like napping or like Kyle's like falling asleep in a chair. Batula's upset with him, obviously. I don't know how they physically did this day. I think that if I were in that summer house, I would never leave to go out. Oh, like to the party? Like to the bars or whatever. Yeah. I would just stay. You have yeah. everything there. You've got a fucking slushy machine that's alcohol. I know. Well, well, they want to go out to like meet. The oh, other to hats. fuck. Yeah. Yeah. People love fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's your summer house touchdown for this week. Let's go to Villa Rosa. Oh my God, the event we've all been waiting for. Uh, well, we have a little bit of a lead up to it, which was kind of. I don't think we like knew much about this. Right. Teddy has her Vanderpump Dogs spin class. Have you ever spun for charity? I've never even spun. <laughs> so not for charity either. Mm. Everyone goes to this event. Except for friggin' Vanderpump. <laughs> who was supposed to like pop by. Right. During the opening, but not be on a bike, which but is fine. But she sent someone and with she two sent, dogs. And she sent someone like 30 minutes late. It was supposed to be Blizzard. Blizzard's not there. Oh my god. Instead, Lisa is hosting this event at Vanderpump Dogs. It's a watch party. That I cannot, I can't wrap my head around it, and neither can the hosts or attendees of the party wrap their head around it. So, they talk to the congressman. They're, the, I wrapped my head around what was happening. It was a watch party for the passage of that resolution, resolution yes. against... The dog and cat trade in Yulin. Okay, but like they were acting like 
laws have been changed. Well, they don't know. Oh, what? They don't know what? They don't know things about politics. <laughs> They're not Phaedra Parks. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, this is just Congress making a, a statement to the world, like, you shouldn't do this. Yeah. But it's not going to stop anyone from doing it. Right. So, but the power that that has, the international implications that that has. <laughs> Why are we popping champagne bottles over this? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's... I mean, I love the fact that they, as they're watching it, they're like, wait, what, what happened? They're watching, like, C-SPAN 3. <laughs> they're, like, moving on to, like, the next resolution. <laughs> and they're like, wait, we need to call the chief of staff. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so that was lovely. We have the ladies who spun at the lunch to celebrate the spinning after and it's essentially just an opportunity for us to drag lisa in this bunch yeah so the narrative is that they all believe that lisa <laughs> planted the story with radar online and renna gives us the Ren revelate the renna revelation that lisa vanderpump taught her how to do this <laughs> <laughs> and my mouth was wide open i was like what <laughs> but like wasn't renna in hollywood for much longer I know, but you know, here's the thing. The more I thought about it, like, Radar Online. And, like, what, are, what do they ever post other than Housewives Lies. shit? Yeah. I also read, like, a post or a tweet in passing from the guy who runs Radar Online, and he's Team Vanderpump. Oh, yeah. Claiming that Lisa Vanderpump never sold anything to Radar Online. Radar Online is also the most obnoxious website to navigate. It's like you have to click through eight pages just to read, like, one article. And, like, the article is surrounded by, like, 25 ads. And it's, so it's like, yeah, the page is so slow. Yeah. Ugh. We don't go to Radar Online. We use... What do we use? I use Reddit when I'm looking for things to talk about here. <laughs> <laughs> we use Google, you know. No, we use the, our Facebook community who brings... To our attention, a lot of important information. Yeah, and like Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, okay, so everyone's just like, okay, well, oh, so this is uh, the, the next day. And then I guess after the lunch, it comes out that Vanderpump spoke to TMZ like that same day as these two events. Oh, right. It's like, uh, so this is, so to me, this is the thing that like makes it seem worse for Vanderpump. Right. Cause she's speaking to TMZ about this and she still hasn't even talked to Dorit. I would rather talk to TMZ than Dorit. Wouldn't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Jagger. I want to talk to Jagger. Jagger. I want to talk to Mickey. What's, what's the other, what's the, uh, the daughter? Jax. Jax. <laughs> Jax. Jax Taylor. Chestnut. <laughs> um... I can only do Jagger. I can't even do yeah, that. Yeah, you're, you're not good. So, I'm um, just not good at impressions. So we get like some, oh, the, the scene where Kyle goes to someone she's trying to add to the show. Sharon, I think her just name Just like was. a random home. A random home <laughs> with 
the most iconic child of all time. Did you see what happened? The child did a shot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, she did it so... Like, was, was it alcohol? She did it with like the confidence of someone who's like done a shot before. She's probably seen Sharon or whoever... Do it many a time. Like the way she like dipped the shot and like was cheersing it. How many shots did you do in Mexico? I want to say two. Oh, how many shots did others on your trip do? Oh, well, I wasn't keeping tabs. So. <laughs> More than I, I definitely was not high on the shot tab. Right. Um, but yeah, that child, what a star! More of a star than the mother. I don't know, like the mom was just sitting there while... Oh, the, the purpose of the mom was to recreate the jewels that were taken. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that weird... I know, let's like, move on from the storyline. <laughs> also, like, I don't get why... I still don't understand why Kyle's all about the jewelry when part of the reason that, like, she was targeted was because, like, she's on this very public show. Mm, yeah. Right? Yeah. She should be, like, not wanting to film this. And that's not to, like, sound victim-blamey, but just, like, I don't know. I wouldn't want to be, like, putting on display my rebuilding of the the cash. Of the jewels, yes. Um, Okay. I think Kyle goes from this thing in her little hat to to Villa Rosa. To Villa Rosa. Um, What needs to be addressed, I don't understand... The context or how or why, but Lisa Vanderpump is walking around her house in her very casual outfit, chippy as can be. Kyle rings the doorbell. The smile on Lisa Vanderpump's face as she is walking to answer the door. I've never seen her happier. They passed the house resolution. So she's just like on cloud nine. Because I'm pretty business. sure that was this why. Wasn't the, this isn't the same day. This I know, like, but she's like still she's happy. Oh, about okay. to tell her friend about mm-hmm. it. She's smiling. She's smiling. My God. It was just like knowing where this was going to go. It was so bone chilling. I know. This was like <laughs> such a crux of the um, trailer that was released yeah. before the season. Um, And it really devolves quickly. Yeah. Quicker than I thought. Yeah, I thought there was going to be more to it. Yeah. It's essentially Kyle saying, all the women believe this and I can't defend you. Yeah. Get out! So she's like swearing on her children's lives. Which is a common theme this week. Um, Cross shows. And Ken comes in. And like, the energy that Ken and Lisa had was very... Melissa Rivers running around mm-hmm. like rabidly on The Apprentice. Yeah. Like just like in and out, screaming, like you can't mm-hmm. even like tell where where to look. Kyle Richards is a poker player. How is Met she's... her people in Vegas. None of them have last names. She's just standing there like <laughs> because dumbfounded. Because the women of Beverly Hills don't fight like this. I know. We've never seen anyone losing it like Lisa well, lost we, it. We haven't seen it in years. Who? Rena in Amsterdam. Um, that was like different though. That was such a like a jolt. Mm-hmm. Whereas this was like a full on like five to ten minute fight. Yeah. Like the Rena thing was just like I'm gonna choke you, <clears throat> and then like it was it, and then Kyle's like running out the door. Yeah. Um, but it seems as though from the previews we still see Lisa next week. 
I think we're going to find a way to see her. <laughs> to see her? No, I think she's gone for part of the season. We're still pretty early. Are we going to... But we're going to, like, see her alone. Are we? That's what Vanderpump Rules is for. I think... Mm, I think we're going to see her alone. There's just more Vanderpump Dog stuff? They might pull something out of... They might pull a trick. I feel like Bravo with this has a trick coming. Okay. Not going to, like, say that this is what's happening, but they might pull out, like, a former housewife to have her go home with Lisa a few times. Well, she def- she's hanging out with Denise at least once, I think, next week. Yeah. And then I don't know where we're going from there. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a lot of her hanging out with Denise. Mm. Maybe they bring in Joyce. I don't know. Uh, are you on anyone's team? <sighs> like... Team not Kyle Richards, mm. even if she's on the right side or whatever. Oh yeah, she's just kind of like the messenger here, so it's not even like her. It's kind of like Vanderpump versus everyone else is more the team. Yeah, uh, I'm on Team Denise. Yeah. Did you notice it in the beginning of the episode? There were like some weird dolls in her house. No, just like chilling. I mean, she has children. But like, no, these were like creepy dolls. All right. Um. I would say, see, I think this is like kind of a sentiment that's online a little bit that it may not have been Vanderpump directly. It could have been like someone in the world, something in the world. So like this specific time, it could possibly not have been her, but I'm sure she's done specifically this before. Right. So she's like paying for it with this instance. It's like, it's... Beverly Hills is at this weird crossroads right now, and I think we've seen it with like the amount of like archival footage that we've never seen before that's being used and that sort of thing. Like they can't not talk about Lisa's behavior that they haven't been talking about for years because she did a good job of like manipulating and they all moved on. Yeah. Now they like now it's because Teddy put her foot down. Yeah. One last team thing. also not Teddy. I like <laughs> I think I still have, I have such a place in my heart for Lisa Vanderpump and the others aren't winning me over because none of them are stars. Well, Lisa's fun on Vanderpump Rules is the thing. Yeah. So we get to see that side of her. What what I was going to say is Lisa and Nini both are kind of like in the same spot of being like in an emotionally fragile place and like slipping up. Right. Interesting because they're feuding right now. Oh yeah, because of because <laughs> because Vanderpump stole pump from Nini. <laughs> uh, so that's Beverly Hills. What a thrill! <laughs> yeah, what a real thrill is New York City, baby. New York City, baby. The city that never sleeps. Um, Tinsley's getting the Bethany Botox in the chin oh, to fix the jaw, which like Dale's concerned about. Dale. Dale, who got her first confessional. Looking stun gun. I want to talk about this because New York for the past several years has been very um, stingy with their confessionals. Mm -hmm. And we only ever got them from the main wives themselves. Yeah, Um, You can go back in early seasons where that was different. But like I mean, modern... they, used to, they used to like catch Mario and like just film him like in front of a building. Yeah, but like modern Roni has been very stingy with confessionals. I'm so happy this year they're not because we get Barbara and we get Dale. We only got Barbara in a 
three-day flashback I this know. episode, which was very sad. Very sad. Uh, but I was sad also that Dale only said, like, one sentence in her confessional. Yeah. Like, let's sit there for 20 minutes. Literally, I think what they're going to do is bring Dale into every Tinsley solo scene. I mean, Tinsley kind of needs it. Yeah. She needs help. Um, Sonia and Ramona. Just talking about love and life. Yeah. And Sonia talking about her apartment, which, like, the way they've shown her apartment and, like, the amount they've shown her apartment is so psycho to me because, like, it's easy to find. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And, like, I feel like usually they're more discreet when they show people's homes. Like, you could go up to the building and, like, figure out which apartment is hers. Right. Yeah, wow. Creepy. Um... But they talk... We're going back to the Berkshires. They start talking about that. Yeah. Um, We get Berkshires flashback, which was also amazing. Great flashbacks. Um, And Sonia had a really good line. She was like, going to the Berkshires is like having a baby. You forget, so you do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Which is funny because Sonia only had one child. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, Bethany's packing to go see Paul, but we don't get his name. Yeah. Um, is his name Paul? Yeah, it's Paul. And while she's packing, we're talking about therapy and grief. And we get the grief counselor. Yeah. I thought that was a good scene. Oh, yeah. It was. It felt like very legitimate and not put to... I mean, it was obviously like put together for the show, but it felt genuine. Yeah. Like, we weren't acting. My only thing was about the news apartment is like... There's not enough windows, so I feel like you could get lost or lose your full day. <laughs> I mean, you you do like to shut all your shades when you're in the hotel, right? Yeah, but at home I don't. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, shut all the shades, put the AC down as low as possible, Yeah, and just chill. We get the revelation that she kind of broke things off with Dennis a week before he passed away. Right. Doesn't she also imply that she was, like, dating this guy Yeah, she for a little bit before? Yeah. But, I mean, the way she makes it seem is, like, she was seeing this guy, but, like, Dennis was still in the picture. Right. Um, do you want to talk about the dog show? Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-
Um, oh, and that little dog in the car was so cute in the like motorized electric car. <laughs> okay, we we get on this boat, and I remember remember when we saw the the yes the paparazzi pictures from this. I guess specifically because Bethany was wearing that outfit. I wrote uh, that down. Um, it felt like so Sex in the City, like I them know. just walking down the street together. But they were going to this yacht. Yeah. Um, we got Sonia chanting, we got the yacht, we got the yacht. <laughs> Great reference. Um, they talk at length about the Sex in the City sushi scene. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Speaking of Sex in the City. Oh my god. Um, which is something I think about. I think about that a lot because I always watch Sex in the City, the movie, the first one. Mm. If it's like on on a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon or a Monday morning. I actually think, though, the sushi scene on... Orange County is more iconic in terms of Vicky and, and Tamara talking to that woman. Yeah, I'm sure that's more iconic to like most of the world, Dan. To our world, I think <laughs> it is. Uh, okay, a lot of this conversation is about the state of Tinsley's life. I know. They go in with and, questions. And who's, who's sitting back? Sonia? Yeah, Sonia. She already mm-hmm. said her piece with Dale and right. Tinsley. Right. Bethany's but, going in. <clears throat> I mean... I, I kind of liked Bethany's approach, though. Well, Bethany was doing a lot of complimenting. Yeah. And that's what you need to do. Yeah. It was good. That was a good approach. The Berkshires? Do we want to talk about the Berkshires? Uh, yeah. Well, we were driving up to the Berkshires. Dorinda's preparing. Um, we got Melinda. Wait, yeah, Melinda. So I tweeted, did we know that Dorinda's sister was named Melinda? People said we did. We did. But like, I feel like they've never really like leaned in. Oh no. Because we only saw Melinda in the Santa suit, right? Yeah, she was just like, she had a Chiron, like Melinda, Dorinda's sister. Yeah, so I was distracted by that. The Santa suit. But then to find out that like, it was like Luigi and... (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) Or like Mario and Wario. No, it was more like Mario and Luigi. Maybe. Wario's like a big round circle. Wario's kind of like the evil twin, and that's think, what... I don't think she's evil. I'm not saying she's evil, but she kind of looks evil. I think they look like a delight together. Let's get them a spinoff. Let's get them that like dream um, spinoff that we've wanted, where two people drive across the country. Melinda and Dorinda. Yeah. T- take, the, take the states. And like, yeah, their couple name would be either Melinda or Dorinda. I mean, I would want 50 episodes. Let's go to every state. Okay. Yeah. It's like um, diners, drive-ins, and dives. Yeah, Triple D. <gasps> Let's get them on with Guy Fieri for a special... He's amazing. He's amazing and he's a good person. Okay. Do you know that he changes the lives of these people? He like makes businesses successful. Mm. What have you ever done? I've done nothing. Nothing. Okay. Melinda gave Dorinda some de- of the spooky decorations. Yeah. Um, and ever since we saw from the preview last week... That one spooky decoration of the woman biting the arm and crying. <laughs> I must have used it 25 times in, like per day. You're crazy. It just like is so funny. And Ramona getting on the car saying it looks like Bethany crying. Perfect. Can we talk about the comedy that was Tinsley, Ramona, and Sonia driving together? Oh, yeah. That was 
pretty good. Um, and Ramona micromanaging the driver. And also, have you noticed that Tinsley's been wearing... I mean, Sonya's been wearing um, Beats by Dre in, like, every scene. It's very Carol Radzeville. It is. It's like an, an homage. Maybe Carol was like, here, take, take my these. legacy. Take these. <laughs> You'll need them. Uh... So the rooms, I didn't even know that the rooms were going to be a thing. I know, the rooms have never been a thing in, in Bluestone Manor. I know, but nobody wants to sleep in the fish room. That's like where you want to be. Yeah, I want to be in the fish room. Um, Bethany specifically was going to go stay in a hotel, I guess. And no, Jordan was like, will you please stay with me? And Bethany was like, only if I get Hannah's room. Yeah. Which like, to me, Hannah's room isn't the top of the list. Yeah, that... that- that would feel too lived in to, to me. It felt too... It was like pink, like really pink. Like too like little girly. Yeah. So we go to the Weed of Something Hotel. Yeah. Um, and Luann meets them there. She comes from the roundhouse. Um, she was able to prance in. Um, we find out that Barbara is coming, which thank, we knew. I know, but thank God. Yeah. Can't, she can't get her soon enough. But Luann, the way Luann was talking to Dorinda about, like, arranging massages, arranging yoga. Well, so I understand, I understand um, Luann's intentions. Luann's trying to um, orchestrate all these events that are not only them drinking. Right. But the way she's doing it. Is she's, bossy. She's coming off so bad. Yeah. and But even worse, the room. The room was like, it made me sad for Dorinda because this is Dorinda's home. You know how much she loves her home. Every room is like a half million dollar house. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like very old school Lou. And then Tinsley steps in and tries to do the right thing. That was actually really nice. It was really nice. Like to support her friend Dorinda. I know. And fucking Luann storms out. Her... I get a lot of I get some of her argument about like her disagreement with Dorinda. Oh yeah. But like she brings it too far. And it's time to move on. D- Dorinda I like we're seeing both sides of the coin to some degree and Dorinda seems to be making some sort of effort. She's right. not making like the complete effort she can be making. Right. But she's doing some something. Right. Luann's not bringing much to the table. In yeah. terms of reconciliation. Very sad. Cannot wait for next week. Next week looks really, really good. Even though we saw the Instagram stories, there's a whole nother thing with Sonia going to the going to that house that's oh a God. Morgan house. She where, learned about it during her board director meeting. And becoming hypnotized <laughs> to the extent that Ramona has to get her <laughs> so out we of gotta there. Get her. <laughs> Like, that was a storyline I wasn't expecting. It looks like it's going to be, like, so much fun. The legs, the legs. They're the Morgan legs. (laughs) It's wild. Cannot wait. Uh, What a fun group of episodes this week. It really was. A delight. But, of course, it's time for Drag Race commentary. So I'm going to shoot it over to Brendan and... I'll come back with my thoughts to wrap it up. Hello. Um, Nina Weston deserved to be that close to the bottom. Um, the look actually reminded me of Beaches, which is like in my top three 
favorite films of all time, um, the Broadway show that uh, Bette Midler's character Cece Bloom does, where Barbara Hershey and her husband, I don't know men's actors' names, come, and like they're offended by it because it's about boobs. Um, other than that, my heart breaks for Evie. I'm... I was really nervous we were going to have a Eureka moment where she would leave the show. Thank God she didn't. Um, Other than that, it was a good episode. Um, Scarlet leaving. Every time I see Scarlet now, especially when she's in a red wig, she looks so much like Tammy Brown to me. It's psycho. Uh, that's my thoughts after watching the episode. I'm going to watch Untucked now, um, so I'll let Dan give his full thoughts, including the Untucked moments. Um, I thought Adam Rippon was a cute judge. Um, I missed Carson slash Ross. Bye. Thank you, Brendan. Uh, I thought technically this challenge was very interesting to watch, obviously very complicated, and both teams did well enough, although it's hard to tell with the camera work to see what they're hiding and what they're pointing out to us. And I'm sure this is one of those things where they got to perform it twice. But obviously, everyone felt bad for Evie taking that fall and causing her to have to walk the runway in a cane. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean... I I get Akira winning, particularly for the look. I would say less so for the challenge itself, although she did better than I expected in the challenge. Um, it was obvious that team was gonna that was in the bottom was going to be in the bottom from the moment the team was picked, and that's kind of the issue with so much more of the season to come. Is there's so many girls that we know are not going to be there in the end. It's really all about um, Vanjie, Brooklyn, Silky, Evie, and I guess to some degree, Akira, Nina, and Plastique. But obviously, Vanjie needs to come up with some looks real quick, or else it's hard to keep her in the conversation much, much longer. But even with all those girls aside, there's a good chunk left that we know are going to go out soon. So it's hard to, I don't know, stay super interested in the, the day to day show to show, uh, until we get down to that, the nitty gritty of it all, uh, in regards to untucked, I, I can't get enough joy of silky just being a troll every episode. I know it's really annoying to some people, but since I'm not taking it, the show too seriously this season, I'm just l- laughing and loving it. So I guess that's my special take on Untucked. Let's now just wrap it all up with the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. The Freak of the Week this week. Uh, in the age of Olivia Jade and Fire Festival <laughs> and, you know, all that stuff... A new influencer has risen, and it is one Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy. So, <laughs> People Magazine reports Zandria Thies and her boyfriend, 
Reed Thompson are happy to let everyone know that Lulu is a perfect angel. Lulu is now is the now infamous Chihuahua mix at the center of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Puppygate scandal, and is better known as Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy to the fans of the Bravo show. So apparently the account is at Who's the Lulu? Mm-hmm. And this account only has 344 followers. So everyone go follow. I like I love dogs, but I like hate following dog accounts on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Especially if they like do the voice. Yeah. Um and like like they're going to die soon. Oh. Eventually. I think Lucy Lucy has many good years ahead of her. Yeah. I don't like that they shortened it to Lulu. After what she's been through in that basement, locked away. Oh my god. <laughs> she's she's a strong woman. Did you talk about how um, Dorit like, released a bunch of photos of Lucy Lucy? <laughs> we didn't talk about oh, that, no. like not in the basement. <laughs> Just like having that great life yeah. with Jagger. Uh, Brendan, who's the one true queen? Um, the one true queen is Dale Mortimer. <laughs> it's not her name. <laughs> she did not take her daughter's ex-husband's Dale Mortimer. For finally getting the, the recognition she deserves. Beautiful. Getting a confessional. Hopefully we get much more of that. I mean, if we got Deandra's mom, Mama D, getting confessionals left and right, it's high time Dale gets the same treatment. I know. Dale needs to let her rip. <laughs> I want to get let her rip. I don't care a dog's rip. Uh, and that's it for this week, baby. Yeah. So, um, what you should do is you should first go to um our Facebook group. That's a group, not a page. It's Come Through Queen, the same name as this podcast. Um, and then you can go over to Twitter and follow Dan at idkidk, or unfollow him, or block him, or mute him. You can follow me at not Brendan. You can follow the. Twitter page for uh, this podcast at Come Through Queen. You could email us at Come Through Queen at gmail.com. You could call us at 71747Freak. Um, and you, you can, can like leave a review. Oh, yeah, on like iTunes or something, or go subscribe on Spotify. And you can buy merch at comethroughqueen.com slash store. So like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Oh, this was our third year anniversary, by the way. Oh. <laughs> Should we do a cold open? <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.